Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. I really need it tonight. Hot pizza, come on and give me a bite. Hot pizza. Yet another edition of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that gives you slices of some of the best financial radio programs heard around the country, all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. I'm your host, Steve Siddall. Well, this week, we're going to hear from America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta, with a couple of slices of rock on retirement. It's a cool show. It combines a little classic rock and retirement talk. Also on tap, Chicago's own Marty Neville and his version of Financial Safari. Kevin Frisbee checks in from Maine. And to go along with that, Dave Perkins takes us on a retirement road trip to the great state of Maine. And there's another Brokers Behaving Badly, as well as an interview with author, radio host, and cat enthusiast, it'll make sense. Lillian Karabake. Now she's talking about her new book, A Cat's Guide to Money. It's a fun and interesting way to look at personal finance. Oh yeah, that's only the beginning. Now to reach any of the advisors on the podcast, you can text PIZZA to 21000, PIZZA to 21000, or simply call 800-662-6808. You can also email me direct, steve at financialpizza.com. Oh, and hey, check out the new and improved financialpizza.com. It's really cool, I promise. All right, the ingredients are prepped, the dough is ready. Let's start cooking this week's financial pizza. First up, it's Coach Pete DeRuda, along with Thomas Lipscomb, Sarah McCloskey, she's one of our video editors here at Broadcasting Experts. She's sitting in with us this week, and uh, I'm there too, along with Coach. He kicks things off with a question for Sarah. Well, it's about proper planning is the best thing, and giving the right combination. Now, Sarah, we usually don't ask women how old they are, but you're younger, so how (laughs) old are you? I'm 23. 23. So, but is is this is it too soon for you to start thinking about retirement? Uh, Probably not. Yeah, it's never too soon. (laughs) If you're around me long enough, yeah, yeah, I've learned. learned. My daughter Carrie, 14, said, "Daddy, is it? Should I start thinking about retirement?" I said, "Yes, here you should. Daddy's already thinking about it for you." So, it's about putting money away now so it grows for the future. You have to put it in the right place. A company called Dry Ships, D R Y S, is their symbol, folks. We're going to talk about them on the next segment of how you don't want to take that example to save for retirement. See if you're nodding over there. <laughs> I know the story. <laughs> so stay tuned to that. I mean, it's it's a way to turn. Well, let me just tell you. Well, I'll, I'll tease you. I'm going to give you the answer ahead of time. I'm going to ask you later. But it's a way to turn a hundred million dollars. If you're lucky enough to have a hundred million dollars and invested in there, it turned hundred million dollars into eight. Point five cents, eight and a half cents. Not a good strategy. You want to take eight and a half cents, turn it a hundred million dollars. That's what you want to yes, do. But this is the reverse. It's for every coin. There's a head and a tail. It's the tail you don't want, right? So <laughs> we're going to talk about one. that. But we look at income strategies, and we're going to touch on this all throughout the show. But income strategies are basically looking at your lump sums. We all have lump sums. We have the four hundred one k balances. We have our IRA balances. Later on the show, we're going to give you this great workbook on the Baby Boomer's Guide to IRA Planning. Folks, there's a lot of secrets in here. It's a laminated book. It's something you can keep forever. And ways to manage your IRAs. What's a Roth IRA? Should I be in there? 
if I am in a Roth IRA, should I take that money out first or should I take my regular IRA or my regular money that's not even IRA? We're going to go through all that. Uh, we're going to touch on it on the show, but this guidebook goes all through that. We're going to get that out on the next segment or two. So stay tuned for that. But Steve, the, the 15 minute retirement plan, I see you have that. And it, it really is. In 15 minutes, you can learn a lot about your financial situation. It's pretty amazing when you when you start to look at it and, and you know, you got to think, well, okay, let's talk about uh, age comes into play. And yep. there's a whole section here on age <laughs> and what you should be saving, what yep. your, where, where your risks should be. And these are all good things to know. And especially when you sit down with a planner, when you sit down with an advisor, you know, you're Marty or, or Parker, you, Leanne, any of yep. you, um, and you get, the, you get a feel for where you should be at this particular moment. You know what gets a lot of people in trouble in the financial world? Is they look at it and it says, well, if you save this much, you'll have that much in the future. And yeah. Sarah, a lot of people look at it and they say, well, I can't save that much. Now, mm -hmm. if you can't save as much, should you not save at all? Uh, you should save a little bit. Much as you start, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. One, baby steps, we call it, right. sticking the toe in the water, one foot after the other. They say that on Rudolph. And then all of a sudden, you're in the right place. <laughs> yeah. But if <laughs> right you don't place. start, you're going backwards. You're right. doing the Michael Jackson moonwalk the wrong way. <laughs> right. There you go. Right. There you go. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so we want to eliminate, it might look like there was no gravity when he was doing that. So we want to eliminate <laughs> financial gravity, which are mm -hmm. fees, risk, and commissions. And folks, many of you out there have the right idea and the wrong strategy or the wrong plan. So let's make sure here, Steve, we do this a lot. We help people analyze where they are and we figure out if they're in the right place. We help people identify if they have financial termites, risk, fees, commissions built in that they don't have to be there. And folks, you don't want them in there because they're destroying your long-term viability of your retirement. Well, that's the last thing you want when especially heading into retirement. And you can hear Rock on Retirement Saturday mornings at 7 on Classic Rock 100.7 WRDU in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's also available on the iHeart Radio app as well as the iHeart Podcast Network. Now, you can learn more at rockonretirement.com. To reach Coach Pete and the team, simply text pizza to 21,000, or you can call us 800-662-6808. Pizza. From Raleigh, let's head up the coast of Maine, where we find Kevin Frisbee and his version of Financial Safari. Now, in this slice, Kevin and I are talking about rising health care costs and the impact they have on everyone, but particularly retirees. And from there, we'll segue into a discussion about debt and how important it is to keep that to a minimum the closer we get to retirement. It's one of my pet peeves right now, Steve, because of my own personal uh, appendicitis that I had early this year, and mm -hmm. all of a sudden I had a $38,000 medical bill for two hours of outpatient surgery, and then the billing is still not straight, and we're almost at the end of the year. It's, it drives me nuts that, that the cost of health care, the cost to a retiree, even if they've got Medicare and some good coverage, there's still out-of-pocket medical, out medical costs that are really digging into people's pocketbooks. I can't tell you how many people that come in here, we do these interviews, and, and we talk about debts and eliminating debts, those type of things, and how many people are paying past medical bills, and they're paying uh, as much as they can, but they're not paying them off. So it's 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 a lingering bill in the backdrop. So major medical expenses is just something that I don't know. This country has to take care of and fix um, the major medical. And Medicare for all is not the answer. Believe me, it's not the answer. But how do we fix our medical healthcare in this country? I, I don't have the answer, but it's costing people a lot of money. Right. And, and especially retirees. I mean, just because we get older, the more things basically go wrong. Yeah. And, and you know what? You can get above 65. You can get on Medicare right now. It's still Medicare open enrollment period. We can, by the way, if, you, if you're still shopping for a plan, we've got some of the top Medicare people in the state. But even with Medicare, you have co-pays, deductibles, out-of-pocket, max out-of-pocket, it could be still three, four, five, six thousand dollars out of pocket with a sure. pretty good Medicare pl Medicare supplement plan. So, again, if you're a retiree in a fixed income and you have an extra six thousand dollars out of pocket, that's five hundred dollars a month potentially. That's yeah. that's a substantial amount of money. 
Seriously, yes, exactly. So we're talking about things that, uh, five expenses uh, that can uh, hurt us in retirement. And this one um, is uh, a biggie, obviously. It's debt. And uh, I know where you are on debt, Kevin. Yeah, I'm, I'm a get out of debt guy, as you know. So I, I gained a, a new client, uh, I don't know, a month ago or so, and get a little of this story. So they were shopping me with some other advisors, which is great. I welcome that, actually, because then they can kind of, you know, read through some of the smoke screen that some of these other advisors put out there. <laughs> sure. So so this, this couple come over and said, uh, you know, we have the savings uh, in our savings account. We still have about $100,000 left in our mortgage. And, uh, you know, our, our mortgage payment is only, I'm, I'm sorry, interest rate is only about three and a half or is almost 4%, which is not a lot. But they, they said, well, what would you do, Kev, if you were us? And I said, you know what? And I looked across the, the, the desk at our table from them. I said, if you were my parents, here's exactly what I would tell you. I would take that savings account and go pay off your debt instead of put that money with me. And they come back the second appointment and they said, you know what? We're back here and we're going to do business with you because... You were the only one of the three advisors total that they interviewed that told us to do that. The other two advisors said, no, put that in the market, put it in an investment with us and we'll make you money. And I say, you know what? I, I'm a get out of debt guy. I like people to sleep at night. And the reason that, and my comment was, and they figured this out already, the reason the other brokers told them to do that is because they had additional money that they could manage and charge a fee on. That is amazing that that uh, you would think, a, well, I'm glad you're out there. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you it's, would think that. Yeah. It, that's it. I know but what I you're going to say. You you would think that that would be the common, yeah. uh, you know, as a fiduciary, uh, you know, do with this, what's in the best interest of the client. Um, no, it's, again, it's. I encounter this often, but I, I'm glad this couple told me that. Some some people come in and, and uh, don't really weigh in on that, but they could they could see through that pretty sure. well. All right, well, good for them and, and good for you. When Kevin says he's a get-out-of-debt guy, he lives by example. You find out about it in his book, Every Dime, Every Day. He tells his story. He offers some guidance to not only help you get out of debt, but to help you get on the right track for retirement. Now, you can hear Kevin's show, Financial Safari, weekends on multiple radio stations throughout the state of Maine, as well as every Thursday afternoon at 3.50 on the Howie Car Radio program as Kevin offers his insights to the market for the week. Now, to reach Kevin, call 800-662-6808 or simply text PIZZA to 21000. To learn more about Kevin and his team at Frisbee & Associates, visit frisbeebenefits.com. That's F-R-I-S-B-I-E Benefits. Pizza! Well, hey, as long as we're already in the state of Maine, let's join Dave Perkins for this week's Retirement Road Trip. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another Retirement Road Trip. Okay, I'm practicing for today's road trip. Let's see. Bahaba. Soft R's. I've heard the locals shorten it to Baba. Let's go to Maine out on the East Coast. Today, we're going to Maine. With its jagged, rocky coastline, low, rolling mountains, beautiful waterways, and of course, the seafood cuisine, clams, and especially lobster. Or is that lobster? If you don't like big crowds, you'll like Maine. It's the least densely populated state in New England. Who knows, you may even bump into Stephen King. Lighthouses need to be on your to-do list. There are 65 in Maine. Portland Headlight, the first tower commissioned by George Washington in 1791, is a working beacon today, as are at least 59 others. You can tour these lighthouses by water or land. A moose or a bear? I wouldn't rule out running into one of them either. So, so far, you could possibly meet Stephen King, a moose, and a bear. 
But there's a crustacean you really may want to make acquaintance with, the Maine Lobster. First off, a lobster boat tour is a great way to get out on the water, enjoy Maine's scenic coastline, and learn about lobster harvesting from an expert. There are plenty of those you can book along the coast. And of course, Maine has a lobster festival. Plan your trip for the end of July and early August, and you can enjoy a parade, arts and crafts, a seafood cooking contest, and of course, lobster. This takes place in Rockland, Maine. Being in Maine is like stepping into a beautiful picture, the landscape, the villages, and the coastline. And if you have the right retirement plan, you can go there to enjoy the lobster yourself or have it delivered to you. Either way, somebody's getting a road trip. You can hear more road trips just like that one during Financial Safari and America's 401k show. Hey, if you got a suggestion for a road trip, text Dave, pizza to 21,000. Pizza! All right, now let's head to the windy city of Chicago, where we find Marty Neville and his version of Financial Safari. In this slice, Marty is talking with Dave Perkins about how, contrary to popular belief, your Social Security can and often is taxed. They then shift the conversation to talk about a Roth IRA and how that tax-free benefit fits into your retirement plan. That's very, very true, uh, unfortunately. Uh, people look at it as a tax out of their paycheck every every two weeks or how often you get paid, but up to 85% of your Social Security benefits can be taxed uh, depending on your income. If you're an individual uh, making 34000 or more or a couple making 44000 or more, up to 85% of those benefits, yikes, uh, can be wow. can be taxable. So uh, it's unfortunate, but you know that's just the way it is. And there's, you know, Dave, there's also there's quite a number of states. There's 13 states that actually tax Social Security in Illinois and uh, Wisconsin, Indiana. They don't right now. Well, that's good. But in uh, but in 13 other states, Colorado, just to name a few, Colorado, Connecticut, Minnesota, Kansas, mm -hmm. Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico. There's quite a few states that actually tax Social Security as well as other retirement income, unfortunately. Wow. Um, which, you know, is is an unfortunate uh, set of events. But, uh, you know, we all want to live in a tax-friendly state, and, and yeah. some of these are just <laughs> not there. No, apparently um, not. It just seems so wrong. And I understand. I mean, I know that what you pay through your career is paying for the generation before you to fund it, but it just seems like you're getting taxed again on something right. you're already taxed on. But it's right. a fact of life. So you Well, but just, be just because you're retired doesn't mean taxes go away, no, unfortunately. Local governments, municipalities, they just they they all need this the almighty dollars to uh, to maintain their ongoing expenses. So they, you know, find ways to tax us all and we we all see it regularly. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, and that's where your expertise, though, comes in handy, though, because you want to pay your fair share. We certainly don't want to pay too much. No, no. I mean, if you're making money and you're paying taxes, that's a good thing. I'd rather have it, you know, where you're making making enough to sustain yourself and pay some taxes. But, you know, rather than the alternative, let's think about sure. the alternative. Paying taxes is kind of a good thing. But again, we want to keep that in check and make sure that you're just paying what you need to pay and not anymore. And that's where, you know, my... My tax analysis, when I do a tax analysis for people and I look at your income tax return and I could determine right off the bat pretty much, uh, you know, what you're paying and why you're paying it and how we can control that or, uh, you know, put a, put a situation, put you in a situation where we can reduce your tax liability. So that always helps, too. 
Yes, it does. And, and we're taking a look at some overlooked facts uh, about your retirement. Some things you need to know. One is there is no age limit for contributing to a Roth IRA. That's, that's true. That's true. On a traditional IRA, you can only contribute up to 70 and a half, which is when you have to start taking distributions. Yeah. So you can't contribute. But for a Roth, because it's an after-tax contribution, you can, con- you can continue to contribute to a Roth IRA. Um, at, because there's no required minimum distributions at any time. And for you know 2019, the Roth contribution limit is 6,000. Um, for people 50 and over, it's uh, 7,000. So you can contribute to that Roth uh, IRA uh, well into retirement if you so choose. There's Again, there's no tax advantage to it. The tax advantage is on the distribution side. Mm-hmm. So having that tax-free income though is yeah. something that I you know always encourage. Always good to have some of that tax-free income. Gotta love it. Financial Safari with Marty Neville heard Saturdays at 9 a.m. on 890 WLS in Chicago. You can learn more about Marty and his team by visiting his website, martyneville.com. That's M-A-R-T-Y-N-E-V-E-L.com. You can also find all the radio shows on his website, too. And to reach Marty here, simply call 800-662-6808. Or you can text pizza to 21,000. Pizza. All right, time now for my conversation with Lillian Karabik about her book, A Cat's Guide to Money. There's no shortage of books out there on financial planning, but there's only one that approaches the subject of personal finance explained by cats. Enter Lillian Karabik, whose just-released book is getting a lot of attention. It's called A Cat's Guide to Money, Everything You Need to Know to Master Your Personal Finances, explained by cats. I had a chance to talk with Lillian recently and asked why cats and how in the world do they fit into financial planning? So as silly as it sounds, I genuinely think personal finance is so scary for so many people. But the big thing is that you need to get over that barrier of people being scared of it. And what better way to wrap it up is something that is generally liked by a lot of people, which is cats. There turns out to be a lot of terrific cat puns for personal finance, personal finance being one, fiscal management. You know, I've got a lot of them. Cats and puns aside, the book offers a common sense approach to personal, or I guess I should say personal finance. The big thing for me is that I wanted to make something that was really, really approachable to talk about a lot of the core concepts with money, because I think a lot of people get caught up in the idea that they're bad with money or they're bad at math, and it prevents them from taking kind of the first steps to feel better about their money. Lillian says avid readers of personal finance books, not her target audience. So who is? My target audience is your broke friend who really likes cats that keeps borrowing money from you. And instead you go, hey, I got this book about how to, <laughs> how to handle your personal finances. It has a bunch of cute cats. Karabek has a degree in economics, but chose to work in the nonprofit world early in her career. And that, she says, led her to where she is today. I was working in a small nonprofit and there is about 30 people in this organization. And they came to me and they said, we are going to get rid of the 401k because you're the only one using it. And I went, oh my gosh, what do you mean we have 30 employees and I'm the only one using the 401k? And uh, so I begged them to let me teach a workshop for staff, you know, outside of work hours, just like a basic budgeting and retirement planning workshop. And uh, that was how I saved the 401k. But it also ended up kind of turning into my job is teaching personal finance. She said her mindset about money had to evolve and that most of us have what she calls money scripts that dictate how we see and use money. 
even though my money script was built out of, you know, like it made me better with money. Like I'm, I'm, I'm great at saving money. It was born out of a place of fear. If you come from like a punk rock anti-capitalist background, it's easy to believe that you don't deserve to make a living wage because somehow you'll become part of the oppressive class. If that's true, you can be punk rock and still not be living paycheck to paycheck. I, for a long time, believed I needed to live in poverty to serve those in poverty. The book takes the reader on a journey from understanding our attitude about money and how that can affect our finances, as well as how to knock down debt, some basic investing tips, and of course, budgeting. Budgeting is like my favorite thing. I think one of the things that I like to emphasize, though, is a lot of people, one, just the word budget has a negative connotation and implies like deprivation to them. And you could call it whatever you want. You can call it money, fantastic, sparkle, glitter, outline if you want. It's just making a plan for your money. And I work with a lot of people, like a lot of my listeners to my show and people that have used the book have ADD, ADHD, have a lot of trouble. Like they're just not spreadsheet people. I spend a lot of time being like, there are a bunch of different ways to make a plan for your money that will work with your brain, but it's a matter matter of trial and error. Like, I, you know, I have a lot of people that maybe use the envelope system or color coded envelopes, or they use multiple account methods. There are plenty of people that are never going to granularly track everything that comes in and out because it either causes them too much anxiety or is just not going to work for them. But that doesn't mean that you can't make a plan for your money. Each chapter of the book has discussion questions and worksheets, along with encouragement from all those cute kitties. She says by following some basic steps, your future self will thank you. It's easy to say, well, how can I possibly take care of my future self when current me is still struggling, like still trying to get together to live up to this apparent American dream narrative that we've been handed. And I think stepping back and taking away some of that anxiety with adorable cats, if you can, can really help you appreciate that taking care of your future self doesn't have to be Like, I think retirement sounds absolutely outrageous for a lot of people. A lot of people in their late 20s, early 30s, like the idea of retirement when the world is about to catch on fire seems seems absolutely outrageous. But making sure future self is a little less stressed out than current self, that seems doable. The book is a cat's guide to money. Everything you need to know to master your personal finances explained by cats. Many thanks to author, speaker, radio host, and cat enthusiast, Lillian Karabek. Now, her podcast, Oh My Dollar, can be found on iTunes. You can learn more about Lillian at her website at ohmydollar.com. The book is available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Now, for a more in-depth conversation with Lillian, and it's pretty interesting, too, please visit coachlistens.com. That's coachlistens.com. Lillian was fantastic to talk with and uh, would love to have her back on the show sometime. She's got a lot of stories to tell for sure. Pizza. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. Today's episode is a love story of sorts. Our advisors met while both working at Chase Investments. They soon left and opened their own RIA, or Registered Investment Advisor firm, and proceeded to defraud $4.5 million from clients. So how'd they do it? According to the SEC, they so-called cherry-picked winning trades and stiffed clients with the losses. In the midst of the scam, Wesley Perkins and Priscilla Gilmore tied the knot and then used their joint-founded RIA World Tree Financial to set up an omnibus account for approximately 277 clients. 
The couple then funneled profits from favorable trades into at least nine accounts they control. Omnibus accounts let advisors trade securities on behalf of multiple clients at the same time in a block trade without identifying to the broker which trade was made for which client. The SEC also alleges the couple misrepresented material information by telling clients that trades would be allocated fairly and that the couple would not be trading in the same securities as their clients. Apparently they lied. The couple's lawyers have no comment. A court date has been slated for early next year. One more reason to make sure you're dealing with a fiduciary. And don't be afraid to ask them to prove it. And there's a never-ending list of brokers behaving badly. We've got another one all ready to go for next week. Pizza! All right, we got time for one more slice of this pie. And for that, we call once again on Coach Pete Deruta on Rock on Retirement. Now, in this clip, Coach Pete tells the tale of building a treehouse when he was a kid and how that ties into retirement planning. And it does. No, really, it does. Treehouses used to be fun to build. Oh, yeah. And we were in a brand new neighborhood in, in a very small town in North Carolina, my brothers and I. And the bad thing about it was, Steve, we got woken up very early in the morning on the weekends because the construction workers were building on, you know, you could hear, there was no, I don't think there were nail guns back then, Thomas, in the, uh, in the, eight, you the late hear 70, banging. Yeah. 70s there. <laughs> yeah. You just hear the hammers and all yeah. that. But but the beauty with that, Steve, is is they would leave the construction, well, two things. This is very beautiful and I used to love it. <laughs> they would get their Coke and Pepsis. Right, and then they would leave the construction site for the night, and they would leave their bottles. And guess what you could do with the bottles back then? Oh, you could turn them in. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh my gosh, that financed my candy budget for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm with you. We had the five cent bottles, and then the ten cent bottles. That oh, was the biggies. Yes, they were. Yeah. They were good to find. And so my brothers and I went to the point where this one store, this one convenience store, said, "You guys have to stop bringing these bottles in." They didn't like us coming in, and I don't know why, because they got credit for it. Sure they just they didn't did. want to do all the holding the bottles until the Pepsi and Coke man came back. That was fun. But then there's another thing: is they would leave remnant wood and shingles and all that there so we built the most immaculate treehouse you ever see nice. they may have messed they may have left some nice nails every now and then <laughs> that, they, that they thought were hidden and we find them but we could build you know usually a treehouse is just like didn't look that good but right. this one had real shingles on it and everything so oh, it was wow. fun. but but we had to find a good tree and we built the little the ladder you know we nailed the, the wood into oh, the tree yeah. the poor tree was suffering wasn't <laughs> yeah it? but uh we didn't think about that then it's, but we we would we, I guess we felt safe. Every now and then a guy would fall a little bit and he's crying, climbing up the stairs. We'd all laugh at him and all that. Because, you know, when you're younger, you could take a fall. You can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Things don't break. It's what you do. And just like when you're younger, you can take more risk in the market. Yep, Because exactly. if it falls, you have plenty of time to recover and you're not going to be hurt as much. But if yes, you get older, you can't afford to take those hits. Right. Mm-hmm. Sarah but, can take all kind of risks. Yeah. Physical, yeah. Right? <laughs> well, I used to take, I, I took a, a volleyball. It was one of my PEs at Carolina back in the day. And I was the guy, as known as they called me, the Tasmanian Devil, because I was the guy that was running all around and diving for the ball and hitting it and then just sliding on the floor. I had bruises all over me, Steve, but these days that'd be broken bones. <laughs> you wouldn't be getting up so quick. <laughs> and so, you know, the parallels are tremendous between that and the financial world. So sure. we want to make sure not to take risk as we get older. But Thomas, when you're up in that tree house, we weren't as safe as we thought. That tree could have had termites in it. We could have been up there. It could have been too heavy. We could have fallen. The tree could have fallen over, no right? Could have capsized. Yeah. So the best thing to do would have been us to take that tree to a sawmill, make wood out of it, and then lay a foundation down, concrete. And then build the house on top of the foundation. That would have been smarter. That would, be, but we all have financial well, treehouses. Well, at ten years old, that's yeah. not happening. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> as we get OSHA older, as we get you don't older. see you don't see me up in the tree. Now, Thomas talking not. about buying a, building a treehouse for his uh, children. I will be. Yes, Thomas is still in his thirties. So see, yeah. he's still like in that, okay. that point. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There are sometimes I will stand up from my chair and I'll think, "Ooh, I'll fill that for a week." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But Steve, you and I, no, uh, no not no, going to no, happen. Not so much. Not happen. I'm going to supervise from the bottom. I'll say, yeah, oh, you do yeah. that over there. That's right. But no, it's just about we don't need to put too much money exposed to too many bad conditions that could happen. And there are ways where you have you can basically put a bunker around your money, and that money's not going to be taken. That money's not going to be feed, swindled, stolen, anything. It's going to be there for lifetime income. So we have to decide as we get older, and older means 53 and above. And Steve, guess how old I am? 53. 53. <laughs> we have to decide how much money we want to devote to a financial fill-up strategy. Now, that's money you set it and forget it. It's going to be there when you want it, and it's going to start giving you a yearly or monthly income that will never go away, regardless of what happens to you or your family or whatever. It's going to be there. And if both you and your spouse pass away, the lump sum will go on to your next of kin. It's going to give you growth when you're not needing it. It's going to give you protection from downward trends in the market. It's going to protect you from fees, expenses, commissions. And then when you decide, it'll give you that lifetime income you cannot live. That's why we call it the most vital part of a retirement plan is the retirement plan. Retirement autopilot, we call it. Because we know exactly what's going to happen. It's going to get you to the destination you thought you were going to get to. And it's going to keep giving you money till you're not here anymore. See, I told you he could tie building a treehouse at 10 years old into retirement planning today and then taking to the sky, so to speak, with retirement autopilot. Genius stuff. Again, Rock on Retirement, heard Saturdays, 7 a.m. on Classic Rock 100.7 WRDU in Raleigh, North Carolina. Also available on the iHeartRadio app as well as on the iHeart Podcast Network. Learn more about Rock on Retirement at rockonretirement.com. You can reach Coach Pete and the team by texting PIZZA to 21000, or you can simply call 800-662-6808. And with that, our pizza is complete. Fresh, hot, delivered to you in 30 minutes or less. You can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808 or simply texting PIZZA to 21000. That's 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 21000. Also, be sure and visit the new and improved really cool financialpizza.com website. And one last thing, if you'd be so kind as to rate our podcast wherever you get it, whether it's iTunes or iHeart or wherever you find it, just give us a little like, maybe write a review. We would be appreciative of that. And with that, we'll call it a week. I'm Steve Siddall. See you next time. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.